Ladies and gentlemen, from the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review. Whenever people talk about how they want to improve Disneyland, they come up right. with all these ideas for these incredible e-ticket attractions, and I'm like, big deal. Of course right. you can add a $300 million attraction to Disneyland and make it better. Right. But what I want to hear, what, I want, what I'm really curious about is can you come up with ideas for A and B ticket attractions? Nobody ever does that. Yeah. Anyone can come up with the idea for the Radiator Springs Racers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, coming up with an idea for Casa de Attire is as silly as it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit harder to come up with because you have to constrain yourself. And, you know, I would actually argue... But those attractions argue, need to exist. And I would actually argue that something like... Like Mater's Junkyard Jamboree is a good example. There is an astonishing amount of work that went into that thing. Absolutely. Astonishing. The, yeah, maybe not, more maybe more creative work than many e-ticket attractions in my opinion. Sure. <laughs> but not but it's it, while it's maybe n- not necessarily extremely cheap to make, it's not the same kind of draw as other e-ticket attractions just by the nature of it. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, god, what are like lower ticket attractions that you could even think up? How do they do it? Yeah. When I was thinking about ideas for this kind of thing, I was thinking my thoughts kind of drift less to maybe attractions and more like experiences. And let me define what that is. Like one of the most, maybe the most memorable thing about my visit to Disneyland Paris was seeing the dragon in the castle. There's a Mm -hmm. dragon in the castle? Yeah. You've heard about this before, right? Yeah. 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 There is. And it's amazing. I mean, it's, it's an, it's sort of hidden. You kind of stumble across it. Uh, if you're lucky, probably a lot of people don't see it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bet if you're not expecting it, it's quite a shock. It's, yeah, I, I, I definitely wasn't expecting it the first time I went there. And, yeah, it blew my mind. And so when I think of things I would want to add to Disneyland that aren't e-tickets, that are smaller in scale, I kind of think of more like experiences like that. Mm-hmm. Where I would, would be you know, sort of plussing something to make it kind of mind blowing instead of uh, you know adding full on attraction. So, in that same vein, like what if in Frontierland, like there were around Big Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain is really really cool. I mean, it has these cool you know rainbow caverns inside, and it has waterfalls on the outside and stuff. But what if there were like some sort of like Big Thunder Trail or something like that that kind of went around that area a bit. And mm-hmm. you got to see those rainbow caverns, and it wouldn't have to be anything incredibly elaborate, just like a few cool scenes that you're walking through. Yeah, yeah, kind of like rad. they do in the the uh, around uh, Grizzly River Rapids over. At yes, Kelsey yes. Adventure. Although with more with more of a sort yeah. of fantastical bent to it. Yeah, yeah and yeah. maybe a little more intimate. Because I really, I wouldn't say like as intimate as when you're in um, the caves on Tom Sawyer Island, because those are a little small. But it'd be really cool to walk like along a path and maybe even through the mountain and see rainbow caverns like inside mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. Like actually walking underneath where the railroad is running would be really cool. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Uh, and likewise, you could. There's a lot of uh, potential on Tom Star Island for, you know, plussing that to give that a much more interactive or. Well, I guess the whole thing is quite interactive, but like you know, adding some stuff inside the caves where kids could really hang out a little longer and have you know a, like just just to pay more attention to that whole area i mean then isn't that what they kind of did with pirate slayer kind of yeah it is and from what i can tell like it's reasonably successful like there's mm-hmm. always you know 
it's not not a banner attraction, but there's always people over there. So I I don't know what their expectations are for attendance on that, but it always seems it seems like it's doing okay to me. Yeah. Now in in the same vein as this, and this is kind of this is not that far off from like the Big Thunder Trail idea, but. Have you guys seen online, there was this, uh, there are all sorts of posts about this thing that Eddie Sato designed. Eddie Sato was a famous Imagineer uh, that used to work at Disney about 20 years ago. And uh, he, okay, so when they did the phantasmic work around the rivers of America, they built up like those big kind of viewing areas Uh that all got kind of bolstered up so it could fit more people around rivers of America. And there's one little area where there's like this weird little arch um, this is almost in front of Haunted Mansion, and it says 1764. Oh, yeah, the... the on the arch. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, conspiracy theory. Yeah. And, yeah, and it was a little placeholder that Eddie Sato created for something he wanted to do, which was he wanted to make sort of a catacombs area there that would actually be an underground tunnel that would let you walk over to Tom Sawyer Island. Cool. Yeah. And what I was thinking of, again, is not... It wouldn't have to be that elaborate, but what just... Little cool discovery things like that I love, yeah. and so you could you could you could um, build that catacombs idea for not not tons of money and have it just be a few rooms, and you don't really promote it so much. It's just right. there. Yeah, you let the guests discover it. There- yeah, maybe it's even on the map, but it's not like you need to throw any ads on there. You don't need any billboards like you do for Cars Land. Right. Yeah, you, yeah. you don't want to promote it over the radio or TV. Like it's just not that kind of thing. Yeah. We have we have this crazy theme park here in Oregon called Enchanted Forest, and it's kind of a combination. I, I'm I'm sure you've been there, Greg, but I don't think Louis has. We're all going together. We're doing it. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll hit it. Um, but like, there's one thing there that that stuck with me my entire life as being one of the most fun experiences I ever had in a theme park, and it's it's the catacomb idea where there are in, there are, there are tunnels underneath underneath uh, Enchanted Forest that come out in the different lands, and like there's one where you, you can like crawl down in like Alice's rabbit hole and then you'll come out in like the Frontierland area there. And they've kind of hidden them. So you stumble upon them, like one of them's in the like on the other side of like a fake fire, and they're 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 just they're all over the place. And it's pitch dark down there. So when you're down there you bump into people and it's funny and it's just like but as a kid I really enjoyed that. And it's not on a map, it's not it's just there to be discovered. And those types of things, I think, do have an, really an, an indelible impression upon people who discover them. Yeah, so I think, I mean, in a similar vein, I really like this idea, just kind of spitballing here. I would really like something that was kind of in the Haunted Mansion vein. I mean, catacombs are a little weird because it doesn't really necessarily tie to Haunted Mansion in maybe a little sense. But when you walk out of the Haunted Mansion, you're walking out of, like, the crypt, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be really cool if, like, there was also an entrance to the crypt there like you weren't just a lot you know you weren't just able to walk out of it mm-hmm. but you could actually walk into it a little bit and see like kind of a creepy walk through thing instead but the the thing that we're all describing here aren't really ticketed attractions are they no but i think that's okay i mean that's the no that's it's the... totally okay too yeah, yeah i just they're not ticketed at all or they they're could not... be they could be part of a queue um it's like the the queue overlay to haunted mansion at magic kingdom now right has right. all those cool interactive elements in the, in the in the in the walkthrough and it's awesome and that sort of feels like a nice little it's you know you're getting romanced into the experience yeah and it, it as a standalone thing it would work it would it would it would be just as good to walk through that if there wasn't a haunted mansion at the end of it right so i had one more idea um for and this actually would be closer to a ticketed attraction um so obviously Tomorrowland's a big problem. 
Like the, it, it doesn't make any sense the way it is now. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it has a couple of cool things. Obviously, what are you talking about? It's great. It's gonna be great when the movie comes out and people are like, "Oh, Tomorrowland, let's go there." Can I touch that port key and make me make myself go somewhere? <laughs> I'm sure Disney will be really happy if the movie somehow uh, gives them some clarity on what they're supposed to be doing with Tomorrowland. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really convinced it will, and I'm not totally convinced the movie's gonna be a hit, but. I sort of had an idea, if the movie is a hit, what can they do to kind of capitalize that and help round out what Tomorrowland is supposed to be? So I had this idea for this attraction. And it's sort of like Disney's visions of the future. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Carousel of Progress. That's what that big circular building was built for, where Mm -hmm. Interventions is right now. And the way it used to work, it was a little different than it is in Florida now. The last scene... Was didn't show you a big Carousel of Progress logo. You would ro- you would kind of roll into the last scene. A curtain would rise, and there would be an escalator there, actually a speed ramp. And you would actually walk out of your seats onto the stage, go up the speed ramp to the second floor of the building, and they had a giant uh, model of what they called Progress City. And it was sort of eventually what became Epcot, mm-hmm. and it looked sort of. Like that, it looks like a you know future city as envisioned in 1964. People like those kind of visions. People mm-hmm. like models. Yep. And so, what if you basically rebuilt that on the top level of of interventions? Re- rebuild that model city, and then what you do is you have like a super simple omni mover. Like really, like it doesn't really rotate. It just kind of goes around in a very very slow circle around this model. And so the lead-in is you watch, like, a 90-second film uh, from your Omnimover of, like, all of Disney's different visions of the future around that period period of time, 50s and 60s, et cetera. The man, you know, highlights from Man in Space on Disneyland and that kind of stuff. And then sort of the, the, the cool thing is you get to see this Progress City model. And that's like a, you know, like a B-ticket type attraction. Like, it lasts for, like, three minutes. But it's something that sort of sets the tone for Tomorrowland a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Well, does it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. See, I'm wondering, as you kind of explained that, I was thinking of taking it in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like Tomorrowland is really even like that at all. I wish it was, but it's not. Well, it really. was. Right. But, I mean, like, that sort of thing, like you described, Greg, I don't know how it necessarily works with the Space Mountains and Star Tours's and Buzz Lightyear's of current Tomorrowland. I, I I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, so it's like, I think I think if you wanted to go the route of current Tomorrowland, like, do you remember the old murals that used to be up there? The Mary Blair ones? Yeah. Yeah. And then they replaced them, right, with the newer ones? Yeah. I guess they're still, oh no, I guess they finally did take them down, or are they still behind that? Uh, you know, I don't know if they're behind those or not. I think they are. They, but they have these newer, like, murally things on them, right? Yeah, the, the actually, space murals. Yeah, and yeah. I think they're actually kind of cool. Don't get me wrong. I think they're kind of neat because it shows, like, Space Mountain as, like, a little spaceport thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Buzz Lightyear ships are just kind of, like, blasting out near there. Yeah. And then there's, on the other side, there's the Star Tours, <laughs> like, you know, vehicles just flying around. It's the too, world's weirdest like, space program. But it's like, but I'm kind of okay with it, you know, because I understand that like all of these things kind of coexist in this weird space land that's existed now. Yeah. We just call it space land. But anyway, <laughs> what I what I'm what I'm wondering is, what if they put like a roof over Tomorrowland instead, and they and they made it a spaceport? 
Oh, because so all of these, yeah. because all of these things are like these space vehicles, right? You're, you're like in a rocket or like some ship or something, and it's like if this was more like I know it sounds maybe totally lame, but like kind of like a little airline terminal thing, mm. <laughs> and then you walked in and you were like, oh, or maybe it's like you're at the you know you're at the spaceport, but then you go to the Star Tours terminal or like the the Space Mountain terminal or something, because each one of those things acts like they're kind of an airport. Maybe not so much the Buzz Lightyear one, right? But Space Mountain and Star Tours both kind of have this very airport-like space travel tone. Well, you're all getting into a vehicle and blasting off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Every single one. Right. And so it seems like you could be, you know... You're you're leaving the world of today, and then you're leaving, you know, and you're going into the world of tomorrow. So you're just kind of taking a flight, you know. And I think it'd be interesting if they could just kind of put a roof over Tomorrowland, but made this really rad, like futuristic spaceport thing, and you just kind of went into those terminals and mm-hmm. had that experience. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the public reacts to sort of the next phase of space travel that's going to happen in the next 20 years because there's going to be a lot of space talk uh you know the the that that mars one mission is going to start and then nasa's mars missions are going to start and there's probably going to be a bunch of moon shit and it'll be interesting to see if the public reacts to it in the same way they did in the 60s and elon musk will build his hyperloop instead of the rocket jets yes so it, it it could actually become a new Tomorrowland that's sort of in the same vein of the original Tomorrowland if the public is as interested. I think that's probably wishful thinking. Uh, I certainly hope they will be. Um, but it would be cool if they were because that that would be great to, 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 to really take it back to its roots and say, you know what? Here's the next 50 years of, 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 of Earthling space travel. All right, all right, like. all right, Alex E. Ticket, Pasco, give me a break. <laughs> We're talking about ABC tickets, remember? Huh? We can't be we can't be E. Ticket brainstorming right now. Oh, that's true. Those are easy. Hmm. Let's think. You can't just say Elon Musk take over Tomorrowland without cool. easy. Mm-hmm. E- <laughs> Elon easy. Musk. Elon Musk makes <laughs> E. Ticket attractions. Um, then they should just build more of those uh, those those big Earth ball fountains that kids like to roll. That's what it is. That thing's va- that thing's fun. Beautiful Just put one of those in every land. Put put three in every land. Yep. <laughs> That's it. That's Done. It. <laughs>